take it from the top by looking at, I, I thought it was a useful place to start, back to that how to podcast guide we talked about last time. Yeah. Um, when I reviewed this, I'm a, I mean, I had a few concerns because um, we, we've got some planning areas. Before we get into those analytics again, a couple of planning areas, which um, I feel like we've skipped and maybe we've made a mistake. Um, what is your podcast for? Um, I don't, I don't really know, to be honest. Actually, that's an interesting question because most people, I mean, a lot, a lot, I had a lot of feedback from the first one, countless messages, um, with, you know, emails, Instagram messages, all the rest of it, LinkedIn posts, even people coming back to me from, yeah, all over. That's my main network actually. Um, but they were coming to me saying they felt like they just dialed into a conversation. They felt like it was pretty as if they just, you know, randomly turned up to two people having a chat, which I don't know. I don't, I just thought it was much more impactful than that, to be honest, but, but I don't know how you feel about it. Me too. I thought it was, um, I thought it was, I mean, let's be honest, if you compare it to episode one, I mean, you know, we'd, <laughs> we'd come on leaps and I mean, episode one was chaos. Um, I thought we'd come on leaps and bounds by episode two, to be honest. Um, a couple of actually just very quickly, and then we'll dive into the analytics, a couple of other things here. So we, we had kind of, what is your podcast for? I don't think we're too clear on that. And no. Who is your podcast for? Interesting. Um, and uh, let, let's, let's go and we'll, we'll do a data driven approach to the who, because I think the analytics are going to tell us a bit. The other thing here, which I thought you'd be interested in, do I need an audience to start a podcast? Um, some people already have a bit of an audience in place when they start a podcast. Mm-hmm. This could be anything from a business or personal brand to musician, former athlete or author. Now, as a man, as a man with a strong personal brand, as you've reminded me on many occasions, um, <laughs> I think, you know, let, let's, let's go analytics and then look at the promotion plan and see, because I think... I think that audience in place could be key to this thing taking off. Okay, um, I'm intrigued. Right. So let's uh, an- analytics-wise, let's see what we've got. So I am on our the analytics page for the Go Time podcast. Um, okay. Obviously, two episodes in the bag. This is number three. Um, let's start high high level. Let's start average age of listeners. Um, very strong in the 28 to 34 demographic, uh, mm-hmm. 57% of all our listeners, 28 to 34. Mm-hmm. We've got an outlier who's 60 plus. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's your dad? <laughs> I mean, I went there initially, but it could be anybody. It could be, could be anybody. Could be someone else's dad. Could be someone else's dad. Um, 90% male audience. Um, so, you know, heavy, heavy male skew. Now, the thing I, I know this is what you you're going to want to get into here is just raw numbers. You know, yeah, yeah. Demographics, genders. Let's talk raw numbers. Yeah. Um, total plays. So the bear in mind, this is only in a week. Right. Only in a week. Total plays of episode two. Eighty five. Estimated total audience. Seventy eight. And so that's that, when, I, when I loaded that up, I had to. You know, I had to do a double take. I, I didn't believe that could be right. 85 plays for um, episode two. Exceptional. Well, I'm not, I mean, that's fantastic. 85K in the first week. And then did you say 75,000 like unique listeners? Um, no, not quite. Not quite. I said 78 on the list. <laughs> 78. But um, 
that did you just say were you adding a k on the end to denote thousand yes there's an eighty-five thousand. you said that eighty-five thousand total plays but then thousand uh, was the was the uniqueness so what, i'm just curious about that ten thousand gap uh well um i don't know i don't know how you're going to take this but you know, I, I've just got to rip the plaster off and tell you that that is just 80. I mean, that is 85. That's not 85,000. That is 85. <laughs> 85 <laughs> and an estimated audience that's 78 people, not 78,000 people. Um, <laughs> wait, because wait, wait. usually when we do numbers, we do, we just, we just, you know, 75 means, you know, if we're doing deals or whatever, we talk right. about 75, we assume it's, 75,000. Yeah. So you're, you're saying that it's just to be clear, it's 78, 78 people. <laughs> 70, um, that is, that, but, you know, let's look on the bright side here, Jace. We had Gillette on board. You know, they'd invested in the show. Subway invested. We can go back to them. Hey, guys, 90% male audience. Bang yeah. on, bang on for Gillette, definitely. Um, men's razors and uh, bang in that demo. I mean, Tell me a 28 to 34 year old man that doesn't shave or like Subway. Mm-hmm. There we go. You know, we, we're going to be, I think, on what was it, 40 pounds in revenue last week? Yeah. We're going to be raking in that cash. But <laughs> yeah, no, it's not in the thousands yet. I well, I we'll work on that. I mean, I'm, I want to remain optimistic, but that I, I thought that the advertisers would bring a lot more. I think they call it reach. And uh, with the Hawaii angle and the Thailand angle and the free subs, I was. I thought that we would get much more reach than that. However, um, I'm assuming that all of those people, you know, listened the whole way through, as well. So that. Um, well, let's just hang on. Let, let's not. I think we've already learned not to assume here in these stats. Um, let me just look at our listener figures. Um, hang on a sec. I just need to just need to dive a layer deeper in the data. Yeah, um, as, as, as they, okay. So average listening time, 20 minutes. Um, okay. And how long was the podcast? 36. But okay. I'm just going to, I've been a bit worried about mentioning this to you, but you know, when you started doing your cameo rehearsals, um, you know, yeah. we had Auntie Maud and stuff. <laughs> yeah. The key bit of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think we were both we both thought we were building up to something, right? You know, 20 minutes, get the audience in, Jason hits them with the cameo stuff. Yeah. Um, that is, I mean, the, I'm only going by the data, Jace. Don't take it personally. I don't want to get, you know, I don't want to we've got the legal stuff going on in the background. I don't want to get in any more tension between us, but I'll be honest with you, the listenership dropped off a cliff when the cameo stuff started. Well, was that before, was that when the cameos had actually started? So they, they'd heard a little bit and then decided to drop off or was it was it before the cameos even started? Because then maybe it was down to what you were saying beforehand um, and they hadn't actually got to my bit because they got so bored <laughs> before they'd got, maybe, maybe the issue is they just hung on enough and then, <laughs> then they had to pull the cord no, without realizing that the best bit was still to come. Jace, the word, the word is not cord or board. The word is maud, because <laughs> um, when you when you started doing the greeting to Auntie Maud, which let's be honest, I think we both reflected on was quite somber. <laughs> um, we got into like she was she seemed to have some disability. We and, don't need to remind we don't need to remind our listeners about well, that. Well, right? I mean, that literally at that point, 
you know, whoever we had at that point, those 28 to 34 men, um, they turned off on, well, I say on mass, it's not quite on mass, it's 84 people, but you know, um, it was not, it was not a good moment for us. Let's just put it that way. Okay. Well, we uh, live and we learn, we live and we learn, but what, what, we take, do. what takeaways have you taken from the podcast? Because I mean, I'm happy to accept some liability, not li- sorry, responsibility. We need to keep liability out of it, um, for those listeners, but you know, what, what, did, what did you learn about, you know, your part to play in the whole thing? Um, I mean, I learned not to trust you on the cameo stuff again. That's, that's, that's lesson number one. Um, I mean, I think, I don't know if you're, I mean, I don't know if you're up for this live, um, you know, unrehearsed, um, unlike the rest of this scripted episode. Um, I am interested to see what, I'd be very interested to know what kind of social engagement you got on the, on the social, on the social platforms. Um, I will, just while we're, we're chatting about this i mean let me just boot up my instagram page um as you know um i'm you know i'm doing this live people might hear the keys clicking but that is just that's just how we roll jace um let me just boot up the engagement so i posted the go time podcast to my instagram followers um and i'll be honest your know, engagement was high high a lot of people i mean jason crean was commenting on it quite a lot <laughs> Maybe stick to your own followers would be my advice on that. But I mean, if I look, I've got, I love this, an iconic duo. Mm -hmm. Is this sports themed? No. Um, Who is the host? Who is the guest? Well done, guys. Brilliant. I think that's directed at me. Um, uh, Someone else saying, so so what is this about? That's fair. Um, But 12, 12 likes when I blasted that out to my followers. A lot of engagement on Twitter. So Let's just say, let's just say, I've done okay there, Jace. What, what did what did you bring? Let's just, let's just hear it. Um, well, I I um, well um, you know, con- congratulations on that. I didn't actually get um much engagement other than people. Um, you know, I gotta be honest. Like, I can't really. I mean, my dad messaged me saying that he thought it was great and wanted to know when episode three was coming out. Okay. okay. Uh, people said that they liked the um. The, the Peloton bit from me, um, commenting on the the treadmill element. They thought that yeah. was really good. Um, but I mean, I'd have to go through the data, Richard, to be honest. I wasn't prepared to be put on the spot like that. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're, you're using this for more evidence for your internal legal battle that you keep sending me email, <laughs> then fine, fair enough. But that was a bit, I don't appreciate being put on the spot like that in front of our listeners. I, I'm sure I could dig out, you know, troughs of data um, of of people who are in support of my segments, but not not in the present moment. Not on the fly. Not on the fly. No. I mean, let's. Okay, if you don't want to do that, that's fine. Let's not get into that. Um, or you know, the ownership of the format and the content again. We've been there. Um, but let's just let's just talk raw numbers here. I mean, I have got two hundred ninety nine Instagram followers hanging on my every word. Um, I would. I would flag to you as well. That has gone up significantly since last week. Significantly. I think people want on the, they want on the go time train. And, you know, my follower base is, is growing exponentially. Um, that, let's just talk headline numbers. I mean, what are you, what are you bringing on Instagram these days? So I, I started the week before the podcast on 261. I'm now on 266, which... Ooh which is, I haven't had that growth for a long time. So <laughs> I, I think that that 
obviously is a marked improvement uh, in my in my brand and reputation. Um, who knows what I think episode three will bring me up to the 300 mark. So hang on, though, just just to play that back quickly. Last week, I remember you got quite you're a little bit defensive about this last week. I think you called me out on my Instagram followers. But am I, did, did I hear your numbers right? Did you, you've got 20. You've got. Um, did you say 269,000? Or that is just sorry, 266, you said. Yeah, 266 total. Oh, interesting. So I've actually got so this week I've actually got 23 more followers than you. Well, you've got how many have you got in total? 299. What? Oh yeah. <laughs> is that is absolutely are people you know, or are these like have you just been accepting randomers? Accepting random give me some credit. I mean, this is this is quality audience. That's why I'm driving the listens. I mean driving engagement on the likes and the comments. I'm chatting to the fans in the comments section. Um, you know, I had to, had to, um, and I've had to, bear in mind, I've had to balance this with regular job, right? You know, I'm not, not a full-time podcaster yet. I've had to get in there with the fans, chatting, giving them what they want. Um, but yeah, that, that follower number is ticking up beautifully, beautifully. Well, then I think, I think, well, let's, let's put a pin in that for the moment because okay. we're, it's early days and yeah. I didn't, I was very busy over the last week. So it sounds like you had more time on your hands to okay. engage in, in your follower base, but okay. I have loads of DMs to respond to. I didn't, didn't get to them. Oh, do you? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Pl- plenty. And, um, I will get back to them in, in my good sweet time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, these, I mean, these numbers, as I said, as I said just now, you know, I think, I think we're at the, you know, we're at the dawn of something here. We've got to be patient. Um, but I mean, I, I, I will dig down and see who's, who's referred these people because I feel like, um, I feel like between the Auntie Maud segment and ju- just the, just the raw numbers, I'm worried this isn't an equal partnership here, Jace. Um, I see what you know, you're doing. You keep, you keep bringing this up like that you're trying to find a way to make your segments more valuable to when we eventually sell this thing to Spotify. I don't appreciate that. Right. You need to cut that out. Okay. Because well, this is, this is an equal partnership. I mean, maybe, maybe I'm valuing your bits more than I was, but, but it's certainly now maybe 50%, you know, you maybe have 50% of the, of the contribution. And I accept that I'm coming to terms with that, but don't, don't push me on it, okay? Because I will get defensive. Fine, fine. I mean, I just, <clears throat> just going to refresh quickly. Just see if my Instagram. One sec. Seeing if my Instagram followers have gone up. Well, we've been talking. Um, nope, still on two nine nine. Okay, You're let's come back next week and see what's going on. You're definitely going to get to three hundred before me. Oh, did you say two? Because I'm looking at yours and I see two six five now. Oh, what? <laughs> Is it, is it is it possible i mean nobody can hear this until it goes out is it possible that somebody's like earwigging on this and they're just unfollow? i don't know but let's let, let's move on we've got other stuff to talk about here we, we don't want to get bogged down in social social media yeah, every week and I, and you talked about the friction on the first episode i'm i'm it's, we're not improving in that, Richard, to be honest. No, and I'm, right. I'm let, getting let, tense thinking about this. That's fine. I, I don't want you tense. I mean, tense tense does not equal quality chat, and we need quality chat. We've got a, a change of tack here, I think, to talk a little bit about some home improvements I believe you're engaged in at the moment. Um, I understand you are building an extension on your house, um, mm-hmm. Crean Manor, um, mm-hmm. 
more than quadrupling in size, I've heard. Oh, um, okay. yeah, so where, where are you with the building works right now? And, um, you know, what, what is the timing on the project? So, I mean, good news on that, actually. Today, just today, the heart of the press, we got planning permission approved, So, uh, which is great news um, because, frankly, we'd already started quite a lot of it. So, so that's, okay. that's, a, that's a lucky break that we got. Um, we are, you know, gutting the whole place, rewiring it, replumbing it, building out the kitchen. Um, I'm putting in a pool as well. So that's going to be pretty exciting. Um, so get your tickets to Crean Manor for the summer. Um, so it's going to be a pretty extensive job, to be honest. I think, you know, you're going to be able to see it from space, basically. Well, hang on, hang on, well, hang on a sec. See it. How how big is this place? See it from space. That is quite. A, is it? It's not like the Great Wall of China. It, well, I mean, not outer space, but in the air, like on Google Maps and stuff. You'll be able to see it, like on, on, on you know, on the bird's eye view. I don't think they shoot Google Maps from space, do they? <laughs> well, it depends. It depends how far you zoom out. <laughs> is that why they've done that mission to Mars? Because Google Maps <laughs> wanted a camera a long way away, and they could zoom in and zoom out on Cree Manor. Oh, I mean, it's 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 that interesting. So we've got a big plot. We've got, um, you know, the whole landscaping is being done as well. We're putting in an adventure playground for the kids. Nice. A parterre garden, I believe it's called. That's what the gardener keeps calling it. I don't really know what that is, but it's it's something out the back. I think it's... It sounds expensive. So, yeah, 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 exactly. Um, new driveway. Um, so, yeah, that, that's... Um, I mean, I think when we'll be done to your question, I think we'll be back living in the house sometime in August. Oh, OK. I notice you um, you mentioned they're selling tickets. What is what is going on? Is this like a, going to become a, some kind of visitor attraction? What's going well, on I, mean, I just think well, I'm thinking of the business model and the ROI on the extension. And I think it's a place that people will want to come and visit. You know, maybe I can host pool, pool parties in the summer, um, you know, festivals, maybe um i could you know rent the place out basically you know maybe do a really good airbnb um maybe rent out one of the wings or something to people but hang on so in the summer then this place uh all, all the work gets finished um are you having some kind of you know is there going to be some kind of opening event or something going on where um the great and the good of the local area will come down and um put their speedos on and have a dip in the pool well, I hadn't thought of that. What do you What do you mean? Like, do you think that someone would be interested in, like, I don't know, like, um, like op- opening the 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 home, like doing a ribbon cutting event or something? Well, why not? I think that's a good idea. Get think of um think of that couple that run uh, what's it called? Escape to the Chateau. There you go. Escape to Cream Manor. This could be a whole new reality series. Get someone down to cut the ribbon. Um, have a little event, sell some tickets, garden party. Oh, it's right up your street. Who do you think would be, who do you think we could get for that? Well, <laughs> I mean, it depends what, you know, it depends what level of, uh, of celeb you want, I would say. Um, and, and how big a draw you want them to be. I guess, you know, as we've just discussed, you've got, um, you've got a few Instagram followers you could promote, <laughs> send their way. I mean, sky's the limit, right? If this is, if this is the kind of building project that they, they show on Grand Designs. Definitely. Um, I reckon Michelle Obama, fly her over, get her to cut the ribbon, 
say a few words to the to the to the um, the assorted creams and local dignitaries. I reckon. I, think, I reckon. I mean, you could sell tickets to that. Get your festival going at the same time. I think that would be my worry with Michelle Obama would be not not that you know that wouldn't be a good celebrity, but the amount of security involved and all the headache and administrative nonsense with having to get you know protect the place and get the whole place fenced off and stuff. I, I could. I don't think. I mean, I'm sure she'd be interested, but I don't think the hassle would be worth it for me. I really just said it as a joke. Michelle Obama would be interested in coming to cut the <laughs> on a house extension. I, 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 I don't want to do down your extension, Jason. I think she's got bigger fish to fry, quite <laughs> Well, you're the one that proposed it. I thought that you were being serious. And I thought, well, you know, if you frame it that way, how you did, it doesn't sound very exciting, but I would frame it slightly differently. Like, you know, you know, we're putting solar panels on the house, for example. There could be an eco element to it. Oh, she's you know, big into solar, Obama. Exactly. <laughs> you, exactly. You mentioned why don't you say those solar panels the first time? Exactly. Al Gore, Al Gore, big environmentalist. Yeah. He might, he might come over for that. Yeah. So we've got like fourteen solar panels going up on the property to heat the pool. That was oh, an eco. Um. So I could pitch it as how would she like to be involved in the house of the future? and um, a house that's fully sustainable. I mean, it's not fully sustainable, by the way. We still have oil, which is a bit of a problem, but we, we can hide those tanks. Michelle, come this way. Not that way. <laughs> yeah. So I think I could pitch that. And so how would we go about like, well, let's, Michelle Obama is a bit of an outlier. So what other local celebrities could we go with? Like my, my, uh, my hand goes to people like P Peter Andre or Peter Andre. Yeah. I mean, the thing about the thing about Andre, I mean, we're, we're going from global to local here, but the thing about Andre Jace, as I'm sure, you know, he, I mean, he has cross-generational appeal. And if I think of our listeners, that listener base, yeah. I mean, he is bang on, right? If you're a, if you're a 30-year-old guy, you want to be Peter Andre. Um, if you're uh, a grandma, you've still got a bit of a thing for Peter. I mean, he's just just appeals to everyone, right? Um, yeah, and I think I think he suits our advertisers as well. If you think about Gillette, I, I can imagine him in a Gillette commercial. You've got the the Woolworths element that he's he's a defunct singer. We've also got a defunct supermarket chain. And <laughs> that is that is surprisingly accurate. And then you've got the subs, and I haven't—I can't think of the angle with the subs. But his his six pack looks a bit like a like a, a six foot sort of you know sub. <laughs> Several of those subs. So maybe 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 we could superimpose subway subs on that video that he did with with the six pack out, and we could. I think the advertisers would dig that. Do you think he'd? Um, do you think he'd? Re I don't know if you remember his big hit, his big breakthrough hit, "Mysterious Girl," when he stood in the river and uh, showed oh, off. That's his... the one I'm thinking of. That's the one I'm well, thinking. There you go. He could stand in your swimming pool. Oh my God! Oh. Reenact the whole thing. There we go. Unbelievable. Okay, um, so what do we? Do? we should... How do we like kick that off? Like, I'd be, mm -hmm. I'd be we... quite keen to put some, you know, some time and energy into that. So, what would what would be the next steps? I think we need to get an email out to Andre's people. Um, yeah. And I think we just need to, you know, we need to say it like it is. We've got a we've got a, a small home extension that's opening. Um, you know, a couple of uh, couple of little bits going on a house, some new patio doors, um, and a small swimming pool going in. Very modest, 
Um, see if he bites. See if he bites. Um, I, I, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you now. I mean, he's been on I'm a Celebrity, so I suspect his his demands would be significant um, in terms of you know fast car to and from. Um, maybe oh, yeah, put okay. up in a local, put up in a local travel travel in something like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, but let's get let's get the ball rolling. Let's get okay. the ball rolling. Well, then, for our listeners' benefit. I think what we'll kick off is Project Cream Manor cutting the ribbon for the house extension. Can we get a major slash minor celebrity to, that we could interview oh, for the job? The dream. And then, and we should interview several candidates. Yep. Make them feel like it's a real serious endeavor. Um, and, and each week, see if we can make any progress on that for the ribbon cutting event. I love it. I love it. I do remember, and if you remember back to the last episode two, I do remember there was there was something in that podcast guide that we didn't really read about some um, recurring features that come back every week. I think this is. I think we're onto something here. So, all right. So then we can put a, we can tick that box on your podcast podcast list, saying we've now got a feature that is about you know Jason and Richard figuring out who's going to be the the celebrity to cut the ribbon on our house. I mean. I'd be nervous if we actually pulled it off and what would we do on the actual day that they came, but we'll, that's a problem for another time. But in the meantime, let's just get someone on the hook. We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Exactly. Um, I'm sure we'll figure out a way around that. I mean, Andre, the thing about Andre, he is probably going to be used to, you know, bigger projects, right? Garden centers, shopping centers, maybe a kid's kid's wing of a hospital. Um, I'm not sure he goes for like home extensions, but, you know, let's let's just sell it to him. I think if we can get a conversation going, um, I'm, I'm I'm optimistic. I'm optimistic we could do something with him. Okay. Um, probably need a we probably need a backup, right? Um, Philip Schofield maybe. Um, well, let's create a list. Let's create a list of potential candidates. We'll we'll get them out to our Instagram base. We'll get some comments going. Yeah. That might be a way for me to get to the 300 followers anyway by getting lots of engagement going. Yeah, I like and, it. And then, um, and then we can get them, the the audience, to start guiding us to which celebrities are the ones we need to go after, and that will start getting the celebrities, you know, egotistical about like there's a pull from the market that they want them. <laughs> And and we can you know then we can start investing in film crews, you know, getting our people talking to their people, you know, getting the Zoom interviews set up, you know, it's then it all then the ball gets rolling. I know how that vehicle works. We just got to get it going. Now it's it's good. That is an amazing segue into a little surprise I've got for you, Hip, because knowing knowing that you're um, knowing that you're doing the work on the house, um, I have put a lot of work this week into trying to find other advertisers to come on board as you know um you know i think we had a we had a bumpy start on the advertiser front right um woolworths okay they're not really going to be spending on a repeat basis gillette uh, the taiwan thing was a was definitely a um a bit of a caveat on it hawaii subway that's not really come off but i think i might have pulled something out of the bag this week that you are going to like a lot now not only will this brand come on board with significant investment, but, and that is three-figure investment. Three, but, wait, sorry, what's three-figure, just for my brain? £110. Um, £110, which is more than a pound per listener. Oh, you're saying that anything over £100 would be three figures, so one zero zero. 
Exactly. Exactly. I'm talking the numbers up. I'm talking the numbers up. But you know, we're back to the, you know, we've got a, we've got a small but devoted listener base. Not only 110 pounds, but this company will be shipping free product to Cream Manor, um, mm -hmm. provided we agree to sign up a um, an exclusive sponsorship with them for the first, well, for the first 10 episodes. So we got we're on episode three, the next seven episodes. Pray silent and give this a listen, Jace. Okay, so um did you get that? Did you get the brand name in there? I mean I that that just sounded like you know an Italian man muttering in the background. And I, I'm not even sure I could catch the Italian. It could be something else. It's a <laughs> It, it's close. It's not Italian. It's actually Afrikaans. Um, <laughs> so this is this is a big Honda dealership, Honda lawnmower dealership in Cape Town. Very keen to break into the UK market, looking for a, an easy vehicle to get to. No pun intended. To get to a, a primarily male audience. Now I'm going to admit I may I may have made a mistake on the listener numbers, and when they corrected me to say is that thousand, I just said yes. Um, but you get a free lawnmower. So, you know, not all bad. We get £110 in the bank and they have agreed to sponsor through to episode 10. So we need some creative work on the analytics to convince, because I think they're going to be disappointed if they find out we have less than 100 followers. And if they're putting £110 in, I think that's per episode, right? You said per episode? Um, no, I'm, that's that's a, a, a negotiation point at the moment. Um but, you know, I've had to fudge the numbers to get this over the line. So <laughs> wait, I don't wait, wait, well, when they find, hey, Richard, Richard, they're going to find out pretty quickly, you know, after the first episode that we're, we're, we're all, they're obviously going to ask for the data on the numbers to their audience. So well, if I were you, I would ask for upfront all 10 episodes yeah. of Moolah because we're not getting that repeat advertising slot. Do you know what? The, the, the other thing you've just made me realise is the guy did say, I'll listen to episode three just to check, you know, it's brand safe content. Um, so he will hear me discussing the fact that I lied to him about the numbers. Um, <laughs> so this so deal's already off. I think this is off. I think so. We, I mean, the, the great thing there, though, Jace, when I think about this, we can go to other advertisers. Now, they don't have to know any of this, right? We can say, here's episode one, two, three. Here are the advertisers we've had. Woolworths, Gillette, mm -hmm. um, now Honda. You know, these are major international brands. Um, not, not so much Woolworths. So, you know, that's just about having a having a showreel, if you like, of, of major brands. That work <laughs> yes, with. yes, Richard. But if um, I was them, this is my expertise, right? I would say, that's great. So why aren't they still with you after the after the first couple of episodes? How are we going to answer why they left us? <laughs> Whose who side are you on here? No, I, need, I, need, I need solutions. I don't need problems. I need solutions. Um, I think we. I think maybe, maybe this is um maybe this is one for me to step into and like also see if I can secure some advertising deals in the background. Go for it. And I, for it. I think I might have some pull within my influencer base. My you know my brand is stronger within the professional community. I could I could reach out to them and say we're looking for you know advertisers. Um, I could go to LinkedIn with this. 
you know, that's a platform we haven't exploited right now. And I think there's a lot, I think there's a lot that people would gather from that. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, I'll be very interested to see, I mean, well, there's another recurring feature, right? What advertisers are you going to deliver next week? I'll be honest, I've been distracted this week based on, you know, I've had a lot of Instagram stuff going on, a lot of people messaging me as my follower base, just to remind you, has gone up by 140. Um, Wait a second, so, just, is that true that you had 100, you have gained 140 followers in the last week? I, I don't want to overstate it. It's 139, 160 last week, 299 this week. So, you know, I mean, on that kind of trajectory, I mean, on that kind of trajectory, the, the podcast, I mean, within a couple of weeks, maybe I'll take or leave because I'll be an Instagram influencer. Um, I've heard if you get to 500 followers, that is it. You know, you've got brands throwing product at you. You're being invited to, you know, a variety of um, events. Could be invited to the opening of Cream Manor. You might be one. By August, you want, might, might want me to cut the ribbon. Um, well, that, forget Andre. Forget Andre at that point. And I, I don't need a fast car there and back. I'll, I'll bring my own um, midlife crisis sports estate with me. So, um, yeah, next week could could be um, just see if that upward trajectory continues. Could be all change. Uh, and actually, in, in real time, something's happened here. So I I messaged one of the advertisers to see why, you know, you know what was going on. Um, and they've just sent me a screenshot of a message exchange between them and Joe Rogan. And I'm being deadly serious. Here. I have to put this on Instagram. Um, I'm reading this live, so I haven't read this all. It says, from Joe Rogan, mate, can you stop any ad spend going through the platform for the Go Time podcast. Um, he's running scared. He, Rogan is running scared. And, and, and the advertiser has kindly replied, sorry, Joe, no can do. Why don't you chow down on some more elk meat and try to chill out? Um, so that's, that's a pretty strong response, I think. And then he's responded saying, I can't, they're getting real traction. And wow. then kindly, this guy's responded saying it's get it gets worse. One of them is a double threat. Jason also knows JavaScript. And Jogan, Joe Rogan has responded saying, fuck, in capital letters, with loads of U's and loads of C's and loads of K's, as if he was like screaming it at the top of his lungs. I, you know, I had a feeling, I had a feeling when Rogan heard um, when Rogan heard that King and Cream were in town, a couple of a couple of heavyweights, um, I I had a feeling he'd be rattled, and that just backs it up. Yes, I'm amazed at that, and I'm really pleased with the advertiser. Um, that was Gillette actually coming through on that. So oh. um, obviously, we need to be, I don't know if you're aware that they were playing both sides actually. So we probably need to address that and say yeah, we, we need to we need to we need to uh, nail down our strategy there. I'll I'll agree with that. I think it's quite. Yeah. I mean, he's been a bit. I mean, he's been a bit punchy there, telling him to go chow down on some elk meat. I mean. I mean, that's pretty rude to Joe Rogan. I mean, I respect Joe Rogan, but I mean, I'm pleased with the, I'm pleased with the confidence he has in our user base. Does he oh, yeah. think that it's 37, I mean, 78,000 and the 87,000. Did you, did you let him know that it was also just, just that was the, that was the end number? Uh, not quite. No. Um, 
you know, Spotify audit the numbers, so it might, it might, word might reach him at some point. But, um, well, I think he's going to regret sending Joe Rogan that message, to be honest, when he finds that out. Oh, yeah, definitely. But by then, you know, <laughs> who's laughing then, Jace? We'll have, we'll have got the ad spend. We'll be, you know, we're, we're on this, you know, episode three. We're on a strong upward trajectory. I don't see that slowing down anytime soon. 